What was your favorite part of yesterday? Take a moment and think back. I can barely recall what I did a few hours ago, much less a whole day ago. But take a moment and think about yesterday. It doesn't have to be anything crazy like saving a child from falling into the Grand Canyon or rescuing a cat from a tree, just something that brought you even the simplest of smiles. For instance, last night as I began writing this episode, I opened the laptop and sat next to a beautiful bowl of cherries. What a treat, I said to myself when I found them in the fridge. Something simple that brought me a moment of delight. What was your favorite part about yesterday? And by the way, it's so cliche, and I would be remiss if I did not take the opportunity to say it at a time like this, but life is not always a bowl of cherries. There, it's out of my system. Thank you. But it's true. When we look back at yesterday, or last week for that matter, we have a tendency to think, I'm worthless. Another month, another year, and I haven't accomplished a a single thing. I'm useless. We say to ourselves, as the mind trap of self-pity perpetuates, I really don't amount to anything. But I would like to push back on that just a bit. Your days, your weeks, your months aren't as meaningless as we allow our mind to believe. Remember, we are not our thoughts. Just because we think something does not mean you have to follow through with that thought. And today I'm not only going to show you why you're more than what you think you are, but what you can do each week to inspire your tomorrows by one simple, scientifically proven technique. It's so simple you'll wonder why you haven't been doing it all along. So join in, grab a bowl of cherries, maybe a nice drink. I'm Chan Lawson, and let's calm it down in three, two, one. In episode 15, titled You Matter, I mentioned my dad passed away early in December of last year. In writing his tribute... It reminded me how important it is to pause and look back on our own lives, those landmarks both personally and professionally. I have to be honest, I've never been a fan of the write-your-own-eulogy, but since his memorial service, I've become more aware of noticing the moments, be them in a day, a week, or even a year, and now a lifetime. I know for me, I get caught up in such a whirlwind of the day-to-day that I easily dismiss stopping the smell of the flowers. Who has time for that? As soon as I finish one task, I look up to see three or four in front of me, just waiting. I never feel caught up, much less successful at anything I'm trying to finish. But it was writing my dad's tribute that sent me down memory lane. He was an industry leader in his craft as a furniture designer, but he loved nothing more than driving the Blue Ridge Parkway with my mom or reliving their trip to Ireland a few years ago. 
Or he loved something as simple as chocolate chip cookies, to which I proudly inherited his giant sweet tooth from. Going through those moments, the one thing I kept coming back to was how happy they made me. Those memories. It turned my focus from my present hour of he's no longer here to a moment of reflecting on some of my most favorite times. While it doesn't make everything better in his no longer being here, it does soften the sting, even just for a bit, and reminds me of the moments in my life that mattered. On a deeper level, this brought me to a more micro way of reflection. Taking the time to ponder on the positive moments of yesterday allows us some comfort in dealing with the struggles in front of us today. We'll always notice the days of rain more than the sun until we interrupt the constant noise of self-doubt. The my life is one trouble after another and the I've never amounted to anything. If that's our only view in sight, that's all we see. When you woke up this morning, was your first thought, oh, another day, what's the point? Or was it, hmm, this won't be easy, but I'm going after this with all I have. I'm a realist. I know some days are harder than others to dive into. Random incidentals that come out of nowhere, like a bill that's passed due, or someone you love is sick, or your kids learning remotely from home. When obstacles are directly in front of us, the mountain feels impossible to climb, which is exactly why I'd like to show you something I learned in writing my dad's eulogy. And it's just that, writing. Over the past few weeks, I take 10 minutes each Sunday evening to write the past week's highlights, the moments that mattered. They can be as simple as noticing how great the coffee is to Billboard magazine sharing my cover of a Billie Eilish tune. Well, technically it was written by Phineas, but a giant highlight nonetheless. I do this on Sunday evenings rather than Friday as to include the time spent over the weekend with my family. If all I ever wrote about was Monday through Friday work, it would just be a list of work. And while succeeding in whatever we put our hands to is important, work for the most part is only one part of our lives. Watching a movie with my wife or playing a board game with my kids, the time I carve out emotionally will be the ones I look back with fondness the most. So, for the next two weeks, I want to propose a very simple challenge. And I say two weeks because I think that's short enough for you to try, but to be honest, I think you'll continue once you see how this affects you in a most encouraging way. Before climbing into bed each night, take 10 minutes, just 10, to write in a notebook of at least one highlight from the day. Just one. You can do more if you'd like, until your heart's content but at least one favorite part of your day. Today, I called a best friend or I finished a job I had been working on for weeks. Maybe you carved out 15 minutes for some yoga or prayer and meditation. Maybe 
speaking from experience, the kids actually get along with each other. Eh, for the day, at least. I'll take it. Write down one thing from each day that set itself apart from the rest of the day. Some will seem so incredibly insignificant that you say to yourself, this is silly. But just try it. All you have to lose is a few minutes and some ink. Besides, this is just for you, no one else. At the end of each week, read through your daily list. I suggest Sunday nights to encourage you going into a new week Monday morning. Looking back on the last seven days, focusing your mind on what you did accomplish, rather than the constant, ugh, never got to's, which only sends your mind in a spiraling frenzy of self-criticism just before turning the lights out. By recentering your mind to think about the good moments of your week, you will develop a more positive, encouraging perspective and outlook, not only on the past week, but the upcoming one as well. Studies are showing how writing down three positive things about your everyday will make you more optimistic, less overwhelmed, less stressed, and more connected to others. And I, for one, can't imagine a better way to start a new week. As this grows into a nightly habit, try to increase the number of mindful moments in your life without changing anything about your schedule or routine. It's easy to glaze through the motions, but find opportunities to see the mundane as memorable. And finally, at the end of each month, after doing this for a number of weeks, obviously, highlight five moments from the past month. Write down what those five are. And then, why? Why were those five your top five? Understand what the value behind those moments were in your life, and I bet you'll come to find they weren't just a part of your life, but included the lives of those closest to you. And while we're talking about dates for the moment, the amazing graphic artist that has done all of the work for Comet Down Podcast, June Dygan, has created a most stunning desktop calendar for the year 2021. I've made this available for free. Just go to today's episode on the website, commondownpodcast.com, and there you will see the link in today's episode. It's free to you to download, to share, and to enjoy but mostly to remind you, make your moments matter. To find more episodes of Comet Down, hear the musical playlist from today's episode, or simply wanting to know where to send chocolate chip cookies, visit cometdownpodcast.com. You'll even find additional resources for emotional support, including our online community and our Facebook page. You're not alone. You are not alone. This podcast was written and produced by yours truly, Chad Lawson, composer, pianist, and nationally recognized Sweet Tooth. And now something my attorney wants me to say. The views, expressions, and techniques in this episode are of my personal opinion 
and is not intended to, nor should they serve as a substitute for medical advice or a diagnosis rendered to you by your individual doctor or other healthcare provider. Only a licensed physician should evaluate your situation, provide a diagnosis, or render other medical advice to you, and you should only act upon the advice of such physician. Now, what I'd like to say. I am an extreme empath by nature, but my profession is that of a composer and pianist, not a licensed therapist or physician. I hear from thousands of listeners how my music has helped them through various stages of emotional needs, and I simply want to offer this in future podcasts and aiding those needs. To find a list of licensed professionals in your area, please visit CalmItDownPodcast.com. And finally, if you've enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review. While it takes less than 60 seconds to do, its impact will last for years to come as every little bit helps in growing the awareness and the importance of emotional health. I'm Chad Lawson, and until next time, be kind to your mind, and join me next week as we calm it down.